It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the moment last. Just well, welcome to down. Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. So again today, we have a guest who will share her powerful, life-changing story. You know, every week we bring to you how nutrition, you know, simply eating real food has dramatically changed someone's life. But before I introduce our guest, I want you to meet our co-host, Brenna Thompson, Brenna is a registered and licensed dietitian, and you see clients in Maple Grove and also at our North Oaks office. Mm-hmm. So, Brenna, welcome to the show. So, I know you've been busy teaching nutrition for employees at different wellness events and for very lots of different companies lately. I've been all over the place. So not only <laughs> have I been teaching some of our favorite classes, such as Nutrition for Great Energy and Five Steps to Boost Metabolism, but I also spent a whole day at a company seeing clients one-on-one for mini nutrition consults. And many of these clients could not believe that they should be cooking in butter so they have not been listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, have no, they? No, none of them had been listening to us yet. So they were still cooking in margarine and adding Coffee Mate to their morning coffee. But I convinced many of them to cook in butter and use real cream and to switch to water instead of Diet Pop and Crystal Light. And they were willing to do that? They were. Oh, they were excited. Great. Okay. Yes. So, you know, one of the other things, since you were talking about butter... On our Facebook page, we have a great graphics of why you should eat butter. Have you seen that? I have seen the graphic, and I think somebody left a comment on our page saying we left off the most important one. What was that? Because it tastes great. (laughs) (laughs) You know, now we want to talk about another powerful life-changing story. So I am really pleased to introduce Nell Calls, who has been really an inspirational star by losing 90 pounds just by eating real food. So now tell listeners your story. Why, first of all, why did you call Nutritional Weight and Wellness and make an appointment, you know, was, you know, and was dropping this 90 pounds as easy as pie? Like they try to advertise different programs always say it's easy as pie. 60 pounds by, by summer, bikini uh-huh. body, right? <laughs> That's what I always used to hear. <laughs> Uh, thanks for having me on today. I have struggled with my weight since I was in third grade. Uh, that's, that's a long time. That's a long time to have one one thing about you dominate your every mental thought. every thought every uh, every waking moment really for uh, you know thirty five years I would say. Uh, and I had been on and off Weight Watchers in that time um, fourteen times in t- about twenty five years. So I would feel my pants get tight, and I would say, oh, I need to go do something, and that choice would be Weight Watchers. 
And you talk about the radio show. So when the radio show back in, what, 2007 it started? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and it was back then it was on at noon, and that was when yes. I was typically running my errands. And I would hear it come on because I was a 107.1 listener, and I would hear your theme song and your voice, and I would instantly turn it off. <laughs> And was no, my voice that bad? No, no offense, Dar. <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with you personally, but I had heard, you know, bits and pieces, and I had realized you were going to tell me some things that I didn't want to hear. That um, some of my favorite foods, like pasta, ice cream, um, you know, chips, everything that I was eating was was not going to help me reach um, any kind of good health or weight mm-hmm. loss goal. Mm-hmm. Until I was. I would say a little bit tricked. I tur- I was listening to <laughs> listening to the radio show during my errands, just as normal, and I heard a guy's voice, okay. and that guy was Gary Taubes. Yes, and he said something. It was almost how it was almost like it was coming from the clouds. He said, "If you're obese, the diets that you have been doing and have done, they they have never worked, and they will never work." And I was on my way to go to Weight Watchers for the for the. 15th time, okay? And I bet you didn't even realize that you were listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I didn't. And so then I heard your voice and I said, wait a second, that's this radio show. But I kept listening and then I didn't stop listening. And then I was very hungry for the information. Not shortly thereafter, I made an appointment with a nutritionist and started my uh, weight loss journey. And to talk a little bit about was it easy as pie, I think um, people do with all of the marketing messages out there that it is you know, as simple as losing 30 pounds by by summer to fit into whatever clothes you want to fit into. It's so much more complicated than that. And I always tell people that the 90 pounds, I was a really slow adopter of all of the good things you were teaching me and all the good things Gary had to say and you had to say on the radio show. So maybe you had a few bad habits, huh? A few bad habits that I needed to break. And um, the the 90 pounds came off over two and a half years. So that's about four pounds a month. That's perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. Perfect for me. I wasn't starving. I was a happy person while I was losing weight and not miserable like I'd always been on other diets. So you didn't even hardly feel like you were on a diet. No, I felt nourished in a way that I had never felt nourished before. I realize now that those, and it's really hard for me to say this without getting a little bit choked up, but I realize that for most of my life, since third grade, I was in a cycle of either being stuffed and bloated because I just binged yep. or starvation. Mm-hmm. And to be starved almost all the time, really and truly malnourished, um, is is hard a hard thing to come to grips with. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I felt nourished. I felt like, how can this be possible that I'm losing weight and I feel so good? Right? Yes. yes. And that's the way it should be for it everyone. Be. Yeah. You know, I think you talked about, you know, maybe not wanting to jump into this right away. Because oh, yes. You knew you had some habits, you know, like the pasta habit or, you know, maybe you had another kind of habit and you just didn't want to quite stop those habits. And I, I find that, you know, people have habits that really hold them back from sticking to a healthy eating plan. Whether it's for weight loss or whether it's for inflammation, they still have some of those habits. And some, so when they start, you know, going into those habits, sometimes their weight loss just doesn't occur that week. And, you know, I find that a lot of people struggle with wanting to be successful, 
but they also want to be social. Exactly. So, you know, I think before we went on air today, we talked about, you know, if you have a glass or two of wine, you know, while you're boating out on Lake Minnetonka or White Bear Lake or one of those places, it's often a habit that holds people back, you know, especially if you live and do that very on the lake and you do that very often, you know, maybe once a summer, it's okay. But if you're doing it every weekend and those are the women that I see that often come to our class. Now they don't, maybe they don't gain weight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unless their bodies are really sensitive, but they don't lose weight. Mm -hmm. And then they become more frustrated over the whole process, but they're not willing to take that next step of saying, okay, I'm going to drink mineral water rather than wine. Yeah. It's a hard a, thing to give up, right? Uh-huh. That's a hard thing to do. And you you say to yourself, well, what's a couple of little glasses of wine? How can that make a difference on my metabolism? But now you have found that it does. Absolutely. I I am um, very sensitive to carbohydrates and um, to especially the carbohydrates in in wine and beer, and I and I say <laughs> this this half jokingly, but um, I have a genetic makeup that makes it very easy for someone to be either an alcoholic or obese, mm-hmm. and so I have to be really really careful with some of those with with alcohol in general. And the other thing alcohol does is it really it really puts you in a great mood. Okay, let's face it, yep. and um, then my berry my my willingness to eat well goes down too, and those happy our food start to look really, really good. You lose some of that inhibition yes. and your yes. your resolve to not eat that stuff. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing that we often teach in our nutrition for weight loss class is that wine or alcohol goes right into fat cells. Oh, instantly. For me, it's instant. And I think for a lot of people, but maybe not everyone, but a lot of people. Yeah. So Yeah. And I think it's important for people to really understand that connection mm-hmm. that of how alcohol works in the body and that for some people it just it's not an option especially yeah. with weight loss and that nutritional knowledge and the intellectual understanding helps break that habit but as we've talked it doesn't work for everybody so i knew that when i bought a bag of m&ms so from the menards before we slide yes. into that yes about yes the m&ms at menards <laughs> we gotta take <laughs> a break it's already <laughs> it oh is. my gosh <laughs> so you are listening to dishing up nutrition and food manufacturers and marketers keep developing eating habits that hold us back from losing weight they advertise and promote diet pop as a weight loss product what is it What does research say? Well, we know that people who drink diet pop have a 35% higher risk of developing metabolic syndrome, which means weight gain, heart disease, and type 2 diabetes. Diet products usually don't support weight loss and often cause weight gain. They're more, um, they cost more, and they also have many negative side effects. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and if you have questions this morning, please call 651-641-1071. If big sweaters are your friends and mirrors your enemy, you might be ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. If you last wore skinny jeans in the last century, you might be ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. If your metabolism is so slow you think it's in reverse, you might be ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. Nutrition for Weight Loss was created by the nutrition experts at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Using years of experience, they've crafted a plan that works based on breakthrough biochemistry and nutritional science. 
You'll cut your cravings and punch up your metabolism while eating real food. The team at Nutritional Weight and Wellness has helped hundreds of people get the body they want, and they can help you succeed, too. Find out what Nutrition for Weight Loss can do for you. Call 651-699-3438 or online. It's weightandwellness.com. That's weightandwellness.com. If you don't want to suffer and starve to drop the pounds, you're probably ready for Nutrition for Weight Loss. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we hear this all the time that lots of people want to stop drinking pop. They feel addicted to it. So if you're one of those people that want to stop drinking soda and you just can't, I have a great solution. It's, it is really a three-supplement approach. You take three supplements three times a day for three weeks, and you'll be soda-free, guaranteed. So... The, here's the here's the schedule. Take one, yes, Brandy, the magic formula. Yeah, the magic formula. This is magic. <laughs> Take one bifidobacteria before each meal. Take two L-glutamine tablets before each meal, and take two to three Crave Control Plus before each meal. Drink eight to ten glasses of water, and the soda cravings and habits should be gone in three weeks. So, if you want more information about cravings and the food mood. You know, we have a great class coming up in Hudson. It's called Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods, and it's going to be October 16th. So we cover about the pop addiction and other food mood cravings and all that in that class. And you can go to our website, weightandwellness.com, and learn more about it. And we have a caller, Brenna. Is that true? We do have a caller. Okay. Let's see if she's got a hard question for us today. Good morning. Stacy. I see you have a question. I do have a question. It's just regarding fats. I um, About five years ago, I lost 130 pounds just with a kind of a lower-fat diet and working out. And I really generally ate pretty healthy, aside from the fact I almost developed this fat phobia. And I, for the last five years, have eaten very, very low fat. Well, actually, I have periods of eating low fat and kind of intermixing it with I'll have what I call a cheat day, where I go way off, you know, and almost, I, I wouldn't call it a binge, but I mean, where it's almost like I feel like I've been withholding, you know, having fat for so long that I desperately want to have it. Well, I think what is happening is your cells are actually talking to you. Right. When I'm you sure. deprive your, fat, your, your cells of good, healthy fat, um, they start to react. And are all of our cells need fat, healthy fat. And so it isn't, to me, it isn't wise to restrict fat. You know, traditionally, we have eaten about 42% of our calories in fat forever. So that tends to be about six to seven tablespoons of good fat every day. And that's what is really considered a healthy amount. Mm -hmm. I mean, Nell, you kind of do that, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because... You know, otherwise you're on and off, you're binging, but you're, you know, your body, your cells are actually talking to you and overriding what you are trying to do by going, staying on a low fat diet. And the other problem is with that is sometimes when you binge off, you're binging on trans fats. My guess is, right. you know, and then, then you're putting bad fats in rather than the healthy, good fats. 
exactly. But you know, you've I, done a great I, job of you know, have, and you've been maintaining that over a hundred pounds of weight loss. I, you know, I have, and I've slowly over the last two weeks, actually, just I do listen to your show, and I, I hear every single week. It's not that I don't know the information; it's just something. I think it's because I'm so scared to gain. I've had success with the low-fat diet somewhat, but I know I could feel better. I have periods of just kind of lightheadedness and just yeah. feeling weak. And so I've That's got... That's the now, blood sugar. Yeah, I, I bet it is. And, you know, I've started incorporating one tablespoon of coconut oil. I'll pour it on. I make air-popped popcorn at night for my snack. You should come and t- take some of our classes because... I would love to. I think that, you know, you, you're kind of setting yourself up for... Um, Long-term failure, I mean, I believe, and not in long-term health issues. Right. It kind of sounds like that. Okay, okay. So, because, you know, we'd say no to the popcorn, but yes to the coconut oil. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. but thanks for the call. We appreciate it. And, you know, I think the other thing is you have to realize that we need healthy fat for our brain function. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get into these kind of obsessive patterns because we're not getting enough healthy fat in our brain yeah Mm -hmm. well thanks for the call this morning thank you yeah thank you stacy so well let's 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 go and have have no no yeah because we were starting to talk about m&ms yes we took that break which seemed like it was m&ms something everyone can relate to so i knew that when i bought a bag of m&ms at the menards checkout which Anyone who's been to Menards or any other store lately realizes there's lots of opportunities to buy things like M&M's at the checkout. I would eat the entire bag in the parking lot so no one would see me. I knew the sugar from the M&M's was turning to fat in my body, but I couldn't stop myself. I talked to myself and I thought, if no one saw me, it wouldn't count. And my exploding fat cells told me a different story. (laughs) So you would actually buy a bag of M&M's or Brock's chocolate-covered peanuts. Okay. Or, <laughs> and the list goes on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally understand what you're talking about with Menards, because when I go there, or if I happen to walk through Fleet Farm for something, and I look around, and I see all the junk food, and I ask myself, wait a minute, why? I thought Menards was a lumberyard. Yes. What is it doing here? Yes. Why are there aisles of candy? Yes. You know, I think it must be, I would guess, a lot of people shopping at Menards, they're doing it after work, right? Absolutely. Or they're in the middle of a project mm-hmm. and they've skipped breakfast and they're just work, work, work. And so they're tired. They haven't eaten a long time. They have low blood sugar. And the marketing people, the experts, they know that people just can't say no to a bag of candy. And they know the best place to put it is by the register. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be on the lookout all the time. So, Brenna, should we yes. take a caller? I think we should. So, Amy, do I have Amy on the line? Yes, hello. Good morning. Hi, Amy. Um, you- I just had a question going back to your, um, about the pop and the supplements. Mm-hmm. In that class in Hudson, I'm a huge diet Pepsi drinker. In fact, I'm enjoying one right now. And... I'm worried that I've drank so much over so many years that the chemicals are starting to affect me. And I know I need yes. to stop. Mm-hmm. Now, the supplements that you recommended, do you have those at the classes too? 
Because those things are, like, if I'm at Cub, they're not between No, you know what? Carrots. They're on our website. I mean, if you don't want to go into one of our offices, we have them at all of our offices. Okay. Uh, but we won't have it at that Hudson class, because that's like a more of a community education class. But... Uh, we do have them online, so all you have to do to go to is Weight and Wellness, and then click on products, I believe, or supplements, and and you can find our website that way. Oh, okay. I'll or you can go that. in. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you're on the in St. Paul, you can certainly go into our um, St. Paul office on Cleveland. Okay, that would be great. Now, how far ahead? Like, you just make an appointment and come in and talk to someone. You can, or you can just come in and buy the supplements if you want. Uh, okay. we, we have an office, and, you know, we have some supplements there. Perfect. Thank but you so much. That does work, so try it. Mm-hmm. I will, definitely. All Thank right. You. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. So where are we with time, and should we take one more caller before the break? I think we can fit in another caller. Right. Good morning, Linda. Yes. Good morning. Hi. Uh, I have a daughter that's alcoholic, mm-hmm. and she... You know, she's doing the one day at a time thing. Mm-hmm. She's doing well. She's about one year okay. um, into her sobriety. But what I'm wondering, is there anything that um, can help the chemicals in the brain handle the cravings for alcohol? Sure. Uh, L-glutamine is, um, is amazing. They're using it at some treatment centers. And L-glutamine is just an amino acid that normally you would get from meat if you ate enough meat through the day and people that do eat our way build it up and they usually in long term they don't have to take l-glutamine but it's like we recommend people especially people that are in recovery eating animal protein five times a day so that you continually build your um, l-glutamine up but you also build up all your other amino acids so that you're helping your neurotransmitters function better um you know, I, I would really recommend having her come in for a consultation so that uh, we we work with a lot of people that are in recovery to help them get on a really balanced blood sugar diet so that they keep their blood sugar balanced all the time and also support their brain chemistry with the right fats and the right amino acids. So, um, it's you know, a two-hour consultation would help her a lot. Okay. Is the L-glutamine... Because I'll forget it. Yep. Is that on your website also? Yes, it is. If I connect the word alcoholic. Yep. Um, I, I, I'd like to try to convince her to come in. Mm-hmm. However, she's also bulimic. Yep. Well, so we we've got I mean, a lot more issues sure, to go through as sure. second mm-hmm. stage. I mean, that's. Recovery. I mean, that's that fits our category of clients. Yeah. <laughs> we would know yes. how. Okay. <laughs> so right, I'll try to convince her to do something. Okay. She also has cravings for meat. I'm that's sorry. She well, has a lot of cravings for red meat. Then great. have her listen to those cravings. Yes, those are great. Yeah. Okay, thank <laughs> you. Right. Sure, thank you. Okay, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you have decided this is the fall to lose weight, I invite you to join the Nutrition for Weight Loss program. 12 weekly classes plus a personalized plan developed by a nutritionist or dietitian for your specific needs. When we come back, Nell will share how the classes helped her lose weight. If you have questions for Nell, please call 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. My weight loss journey started with seeing my nutritionist individually, and then I took the Weight and Wellness series. And finally, I took Nutrition for Weight Loss. The classes all helped to keep me focused on my goal 
helped me to realize I wasn't the only one that had to give up the junky carbs. I liked the support from my nutrition educator and from the other class members, and I learned something new every time and with each new class. So if you want more info, call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. So we were talking about habits that maybe were holding us back before we took some callers, weren't we? We were. So, now. Yes. You were talking about a habit of buying candy at, you know, the Lumberyard, Menards, or a grocery store, a gas station. That's another one. Bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere. Everywhere you can imagine. So now a strategy that I use to break that habit is I always eat a balanced meal or a balanced snack before I go shopping. Now, some of those shops open really early so I can go right after breakfast or I, I really take portable snacks. But even with a full, stom- full stomach and balanced blood sugar, I still have to interrupt my eating candy thoughts because it was such a habit for all of those years since yes. third grade, people. So slowly that habit is vanishing from my brain, and it really and truly is. It's one of the most freeing experiences of my life to have those cravings gone. Um, But I need to keep going to classes and seeing my nutritionist to get support and encouragement. As a matter of fact, I just saw my nutritionist, Anna, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I saw you a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. So I know that to live in the food culture we live in and to to maintain this weight loss... I need constant and ongoing support. Yes, definitely. You know, there's an old behavioral theory that I learned in Psychology 101 many, many years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So to condition a response to be the strongest, reward it intermittently. So what does that really mean? It means buy candy once in a while and you buy, you really develop a strong desire for that candy and you want it all the time. Yes. So if you stop cold turkey, then the then that cra- craving vanishes, mm-hmm. slowly goes away, and mm-hmm. you don't reward that behavior, basically. I think I learned that same theory. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Not quite as long ago, but... Oh, okay, yeah. No, of course <laughs> well, not. <laughs> right. So what we're saying is that, you know, you set your body up so you can walk by the M&Ms every time. Or you just don't go to the stores and be tempted. Absolutely. So I find myself, I must be still on guard when it comes to carbs. Yes. So I, when I was at work one day, I have been resisting the cakes that they would bring in for people's birthday parties until somebody decided to make a strawberry cake with white icing, which immediately took me back to childhood when my mother would actually bake. My favorite thing in the world was for my birthday, a doll cake, which was you stuck a Barbie doll into a cake that was shaped like her dress. Mm -hmm. And she Mm -hmm. would make it with strawberry cake and white icing. And so there it is. I'm on my way to get my snack. And there's the strawberry cake with white icing. And I did indulge. And Believe me, it just set me on a blood sugar roller coaster for the rest of the day and interrupted all the good habits that I was I was experiencing. So it, it's it's I really do have to be on my constant guard with stuff like that. So, you know, now, you know, you you think that, you know, that strawberry box cake with white icing was a habit that was holding you back and it was from childhood. Yes. 
But if you look at that habit and you look at the biochemical connection to that habit, you know, you really realize there was a lot more going than just that childhood memory of your mom making that cake for you. Absolutely. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Dr. Davis, the author of Wheat Belly, describes this biochemical connection. And he says that wheat in the cake or wheat in any product acts like an appetite stimulant. Now, isn't that interesting? Yes. That is. It's an appetite stimulant. So when your mom was making that cake, she was increasing your appetite, wasn't she? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. No idea. And that wheat flour makes you want more. More cookies, more cupcakes, more pretzels and Cheez-Its and bagels and muffins and sub sandwiches or pizza. And it just (laughs) makes you want more wheat-containing foods, as well as non-wheat-containing foods. Mm-hmm. So could you can you kind of relate to that Absolutely. Now? It's, it's, it just kicks off my cravings, and they really don't stop. They're like a freight train. <laughs> you know, for some people, and I think for a lot of us, as like you, Nell, you know, wheat is actually more like a drug, and it kind of has drug-like neurological effects. Wheat, and specifically gluten has that potential to create kind of euphoria. Yes. <laughs> you recognize that I one. do. <laughs> I do recognize the euphoria. <laughs> and it's addictive. It's got addictive behaviors, and it stimulates your appetite. Mm-hmm. So it really, you know, when you have a little bit of cake or some cookies or a bagel, it just isn't a bad habit from childhood. It actually creates a feeling of being high. Yeah. It really does. And it's really addicting, isn't it? It is. And I think a lot of listeners can relate to this one. I mean, they know that when they eat a cookie, they don't just stop with one. You know, really, that high doesn't last very long, does it? No, it comes crashing down almost every time. But it slows down your weight loss attempt, and it slows down your kind of your whole goal to eat healthy, basically. Yes, Every time. Interrupts that. Mm -hmm. And then you have to struggle to get back. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, And as Nell has found, that other downside of eating wheat and gluten for many people is that it just causes fat accumulation in the abdomen, that belly fat. And over 30 years ago, nutrition researchers and experts established the fact that wheat increases blood sugar faster than sugar. And actually, there are very few foods that have a glycemic index as high as foods made from wheat. Higher blood sugar, higher insulin, and a bigger belly. So actually, what you're really saying, Brenna, is if we eat a piece of bread, that's going to pop our blood sugar up faster Yep. Mm-hmm. than a piece of fudge. I guess I did just say that. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, you, I, I mean that's that's kind that, of amazing. It, it is, it is amazing, mm-hmm. and it's 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 been it's a it's a struggle. I mean, it really is because wheat is everywhere. <laughs> it's in everything and everything. Well, then you throw in the inevitable drop in blood sugar shortly after eating the strawberry cake with white icing, and I have out of control hunger, and I'm scrambling to find something to bring my blood sugar back up. And of course, that something is never. Something healthy. It's never PFC, protein, carbs, and fat in balance. It's sugar and flour. Yes. Yes. So I think, um, do we have a Mm -hmm. caller or can we we take one caller quick? We've got a couple callers. Okay. 
Hello, Miss Judith. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi, this is Judith, and I'm wondering if there's a connection between hyperthyroidism and diet. I try to eat your way, but I'm just wondering what else can be done besides taking the, uh, the very serious side effect type medicines that the doctors recommend. Well, typically, I think, typically they <laughs> think of hyperthyroidism as maybe Graves' disease. Is that how it's been? It, well, it hasn't been called that, but okay. it could be because I had low thyroid for a long time. For okay. Well, often that's an autoimmune disease. And uh, so then you have to look at what is causing that autoimmune disease. Is it a food that you're eating? Like, is it, there's a lot of people that believe autoimmune diseases are connected to gluten sensitivities. Yes, I do eat gluten-free and try to eat sugar-free and soy-free and mostly dairy-free. Okay. Well, you're doing everything you possibly can. And, you know, maybe some supplements is like, you know, omega-3 fish oil, certainly, and I would also do an omega-6 GLA. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and also, you know, you've got to have some selenium and zinc, those things that support that thyroid function. But it, it supports it in a way that it's going to be a healthier, um, put out the right amount of, of thyroid uh, medication or thyroid, th- thyroxin, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say these words without giving the names out. Without jumbling them up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Any other thing that you might think of, Brenna? It sounds to me like Judith is on the right yeah. track with her diet. And I guess if you have any any further concerns, I would just make an appointment with a nutritionist. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You're Thanks, welcome. Sarah. Thank you. So I suppose we should take a break, huh? I think that would make sense. So you're listening to Dishing Up to Tr- Nutrition. You know, I invite all of our listeners to a free event to hear Nell share her amazing success story. She not only talks about her success, but also about her struggles. And as you can kind of tell, Nell has had some struggles as she is going through losing and maintaining this 90 pounds weight loss because it's hard work. And, you know, she's had to give up a lot of things, bagels, the muffins. And she's going to be Tuesday night. I invite you to come to Lakeville. It's October 16th. Or October 22nd, she'll be at Maple Grove. And it's a free event, but we do ask people to register, sign up, so that we have enough chairs. So all you have to do is call 651-699-3438. And you were at um, uh, North North Oaks Oaks on Monday. And it was It was packed. It was packed, and the energy level was high, and I said I'd say hi to everyone. So they were fantastic. All right. So we'll be right back. Thanks to nutritional weight and wellness, I no longer suffer from heartburn. Linda from Houston, Texas. I have less joint pain and more energy. John from Portland, Oregon. My moods are better and my anxiety is gone. Jennifer from Chicago. Nutritional weight and wellness has helped clients all over the country achieve better health with therapeutic nutrition counseling, and they can help you too. You don't have to live in the Twin Cities to benefit from a consultation because they work with clients nationally through phone and Skype appointments. All you have to do is make the time, and nutritional weight and wellness will provide the plan and support. Therapeutic nutrition counseling from Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you with diabetes, anxiety, low moods, menopause, arthritis, digestive issues, autoimmune conditions, and so much more. For information on scheduling a phone or Skype nutrition counseling appointment, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. That's weightandwellness.com. 
Welcome back. I'd like to invite you again to a very special class called Get Inspired, where I'll tell you my 90-pound weight loss story, how I went from a size 22 to a size 12. We're going to be at Lakeville between 5.30 and 6.30 on Tuesday, October 16th, and Maple Grove, October 22nd, from 6.30 to 7.30. Please call today to reserve your spot. So should we... We take at least one caller. I know we've yep. got a few, but let's take one caller now. Good morning, Chris. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition. Oh, hi. Thank you. Um, I, I, I need to stay away from wheat and sugar mm-hmm. because I have chronic pain. If I, I've found out now that that's the cause of it. Um, or, and what you said earlier helped a lot with the habits. But because uh, I can't seem to do it, and I can't seem to find snacks and stuff that I can that I can do to keep me away from the sugar. Well, I, well go ahead, oh, okay. Brenna. Well, Chris, I think it would be great for you. Have you been to any of our classes? No, I haven't. I would come into some of our classes, especially the one on pain and inflammation. Okay. And I think that would just be perfect for you and you're going to get a lot of really good ideas on gluten-free sugar-free meals and snacks or you know the other one to take would be uh, our weight and wellness series which is six classes and you get a lot of information and a lot of other suggestions and things to do or even come in and see one of the nutritionists because you know it's i think that's what we were talking about before weren't we now that Mm -hmm. even even though you've lost 90 pounds and you know, you think, oh, I've got it made. Yep. You need to. See, I'm done now. <laughs> you need to see your nutritionist. But that's true for anybody that needs to change their eating for other reasons, not just for weight loss. Absolutely. But for pain mm-hmm. and inflammation, you need that support because there's all that food out there, mm-hmm. and there's lots of it. And I'm so used to it that yep. I crave it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's breaking those old habits. So. But thanks for the call, and, and, you know, I think that's a good suggestion, Brenna. Take, a, take some classes. Yep. Okay. And then you get some more information. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Welcome. So, Nell, you know, you, I know you ran into the, the cake. Yes. But you also did a trip. Yes. You went to Paris. I so did. So you were going to test yourself. Yes. Totally, weren't you? I was. I was. <laughs> and you know, I didn't go into it thinking I was going to test and, and myself and um, and go back to my old habits. But when I came back to see you, you said something, Dar, that just stuck with me. You were like an alcoholic who drinks on on vacation. And I was a <laughs> carb addict who went carb crazy on vacation. So, And incidentally, my our apartment was right across from one of these wonderful patisseries with the little cakes and the little... And the big loaves of bread, and uh, I, I, when I think back on it, all of the things that have made me successful in in conquering those habits that that really had been holding my weight loss back, I let them all come back on that plane ride because I didn't mm-hmm. prepare good food to have during the plane ride. So mm-hmm. I ate the plain food. Then I got then I got off in Paris, and I was immediately overcome by all the aromas in Paris and started to eat bread and drink beer. And I didn't drink wine, but notice I drank a lot of beer because of that <laughs> wheat. I was craving the wheat. Um, and I was walking 10 miles a day, and in 10 days I still gained 10 pounds. Wow. Because that- I am that carb sensitive. Yes. 
And that's reality. <laughs> yep, it's reality. And guess what I did when I came back from Paris? I made a breakfast of eggs, and I went to see Dar. <laughs> 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 and she got me, she, using that formula for the pop cravings, mm-hmm. you use the exact same formula for me mm-hmm. to get me over that hump of feeling very depressed that I had gained this 10 pounds and I didn't know what to do. And here I was going all over again. We just stopped it and we said, get back on your plan and start with the Crave Control and the glutamine and the rest is history. I'm still here. I'm still maintaining the weight loss. But if you hadn't made the appointment, it would have been three or four weeks later. Probably 20, 30 pounds. Yes. At least. That's the trick. Yep. Yep. And it's like people, you know, chemically dependent people, they need to continue to go to their AA meetings usually or they fall off. Yes. Yes. You know, that's. And that's exactly it, what it is for people that are trying to and wanting to eat healthy. Yes, it's they a, need it's, that support. It's the single most important thing for my maintenance. Yes, exactly. Right, and sometimes we just have those hidden habits that will hold us back from losing weight and staying on track. And sometimes the side effect from medication that people are taking can cause weight gain. And I know clinically we've found that antidepressants to tend to decrease metabolism and cause hormonal shifts in our bodies, which can lead to increased hunger. And antidepressants have also been associated with weight gain since they were first tested 50 years ago. That's amazing, Brenna. 50 years ago, they were linked to weight gain. Yeah. And I know looking in my little medication and nutrition interaction booklet, every antidepressant or just mood-altering drug Every one of them, the side effect is weight gain. And a common reason for this weight gain reported in several studies was an increase in cravings for sugar and sweets. And these studies also found that when antidepressants change brain chemicals, especially in the hypothalamus, a change in how body fat is stored results. So we actually, what that really kind of means, I think, is uh, when you're on one of those, you're going to store fat Probably like more insulin, mm-hmm. the belly fat around the middle. Yep. You know, and it changes how you store fat, or in fact, that you store fat faster and you don't burn up those calories as fast. Right. And people who are more insulin resistant just store their weight around their middle. That's where it goes. So it's interesting. Antidepressants do that. And another one that does that, another medication that does that, are migraine medications and we work with a lot of people that have migraines and did they I don't I don't think they realize that it's going to slow their metabolism and cause them to gain weight and you know another group of uh, medications are steroids Mm -hmm. a lot of people have had been had had to be on prednisone this year because of asthma and that tends to slow metabolism and cause weight gain. It sure does. Another big one that I see a lot of women on is birth control or hormone replacement. And both of those tend to cause weight gain. And one study actually looked at adolescents who were using Depo-Provera for birth control. And after just one year, the average weight gain from Depo-Provera was 6.6 pounds. One in one year. In one year. And 5.3 pounds for people just going on a regular birth control pill. So if a person's on a birth control for, say, 15 years, and we see that Mm -hmm. very often. Very often. That's, oh, I can't even add up all those numbers. (laughs) I mean, if they're on it for three years, that's 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. But we have people on for 10 or 15 years. Wow. So. 
So again, many studies found that those who are more carb sensitive are the ones that gain the weight on these birth control pills. So Dr. Amen, author of Change Your Brain to Change Your Life, I love this man. (laughs) He recommends if you gain more than five pounds in one month by taking some of these medications, check your medicine cabinet. And that's what he's trying to say is maybe that doesn't make sense for you to take. It's affecting your body. And all of these are all lifestyle or medication habits that could be slowing your weight loss. And we can help you find a natural way to treat those problems. So I don't know if we still have a caller or do we have time to take one? I think we have about two minutes. All right, let's take a caller. Okay. Miss, is it Marl? Yes. Hi, Marl. This is Brenna. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition? Yes. Um, I, I've recently been diagnosed with body inclusion myositis. And uh, from what I've learned, they don't know what causes it. They don't have a cure for it. Um, it's the muscles storing protein. Um, and I'm wondering if there's anything that a diet would do to help that. Well, I think that it's another one. I'm I'm sure it's it's an autoimmune disease, a type of autoimmune disease, and there are so many different autoimmune diseases. There's like a hundred, a hundred and fifty different kinds now, and so what I would say, yes, a very careful eating plan where you are doing dairy free, gluten free, soy free, and eat lots of vegetables and eat quality meat you know, grass-fed meat, get away from any of the hormones so that your body can actually utilize the nutrients. And I think probably we could help you. So, Nell, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Darren Brenna. It was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Have a nice weekend. expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.